is this behavior? Do you want it? You're dying for it. Dance. You say what? Uh, <laughs> I just did my own ad libs in the, the side. What was, what was that? What was that I song? Said, Inari dance. That's Inari all dance. I said. There, yeah, there yeah, wasn't man. a song. Inari dance. We are in the dance right now, man. That's it. What That's seems like? So what seems like episode two? Aaron, how you doing over there, bro? I'm good. As per usual, I am. Trying to figure out what we're talking about again. Is this going to be a consistent theme? Me turning up. Yeah. yeah. An Aaron needs. Aaron, give, give him a give him a structured start, or uh, <laughs> or he don't know what's going on. Well, Aaron, what welcome to our world. <laughs> All right. So, um, I think what we need to chat about, guys, is what the hell this is. Like, what is this? We've just worked out what the name was. Just about. Um, we know what the name is, but what's the podcast about and why do we feel we're doing it? Is it needed? Do you think anyone will care? Like, what's the what's the sentiment collectively here? <laughs> do you think anyone will care? Can you yeah, imagine? I mean, that's always a question before I start any project, you know, because I, like as an artist, I do stuff for myself sometimes and I do other stuff, which I think is functional stuff for community and other people and i wonder what this is because to me this floats in the middle yeah. um like for me this is like a catch-up with both of you and we're just recording the conversations that we've passionately had in our own time anyway with the hope that maybe people might want to tune in and find it valuable yeah i think um it's you know individually we've had i know that i've had this dialogue by myself and then i've had it on an out in the, uh, outwardly with you guys. And then once you find other people with common ground, I feel like that's why, how and why we're sitting here right now. So if there's like three people that have like shared similar experiences or thoughts at least, mm. then there must be another like 30 or 300 or 3000 or 3 million people that also um, resonate with what we're talking about at the moment. So I guess that's a good starter point for why we're here. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, sorry, not that I'm facilitating this. This is totally decentralized, by the way. But because I started a conversation, I thought, let me just lean it um, to start with. And then we'll just kind of just flow in it. So, Aaron, yes. um, what what is this behavior, the podcast? What the hell is this? What are we doing right now, mate? Okay, so I'll go to our organized Evernote of notes <laughs> and write down... What do you know do, what? Yeah, fuck what Evernote, what? man. I'm no, so tired live, of Evernote. No, let, let him live. Let him live, Almas, man. You can't no. crush our under the title like of that. "What Do You Want to Get Out of This?" <laughs> <laughs> Aaron. Okay, what I want to get out of this? Um, build my person. <laughs> so actually, no. That's, this is real talk. Um, this is what right. I wrote down, and right. you guys are silent. But you actually both actually no. Almas doesn't feel this bit out. But um, that's what I'm saying. Fuck Evernote. I've been trying. It Evernote, this, so I guess we're mean. just gonna go through our own approaches, right? So for me, this is <laughs> the easiest <laughs> way of me bumping out why I think I wanted to do this. So cool. I'll go ahead, which was yeah. build my personal audience in film and right. a professional world. It mm. connects. So actually, let me explain each sentence. So <laughs> build it. Build my personal audience in the film and professional world. I'm gonna take a few steps back and and kind of speak about why 
I was doing a little bit of introspection last year, which was figuring out where I am in terms of my personal development and my career. Um, mm. I worked on that why book or find your why book, which was good. It helped me got gave me a lot Simon, of clarity. Simon, Simon Sinek, Sinek's, find your why. Yeah, correct. So his second book, which is a bit more of a textbook workbook approach to help people and organizations figure out their purpose or their why. Um, and it can bleed into like career stuff as well as just personal um, goals and things like that. That mm. helped me figure out yeah a bunch of things. And then one of them, it was, uh, so to give you my why, my why was uh, to, what is it? To discover, reveal, connect with and celebrate underappreciated people and places, which is, and then so that I can uh, progressively shape the way people see the world, which is my impact. One of the things that came underneath that was basically community, um, pretty much flying the flag for underrepresented cultures and communities and putting my mm. own community on the map. Um, so, yeah, that was one of the things I wanted to tackle or the things that are consistently lying a lot of the projects that I enjoy and put time and effort into. So for me, it was, yeah, just exploring a project around those terms that fit into my why and then also kind of on the growth side of things to do it with people that I don't always work with or don't share I guess a similar 100% same <laughs> worldview Again, I don't like to growth, work man. with you guys yeah 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 or people no, no, it's not that. It's not that I don't like it's just that I've I've geared myself up to do that so yeah. I'm trying to stretch myself to um, think and look in different ways and hence why I wanted to do it with you guys yeah. um, and then also it's you're my brother and, and a close not. friend so yeah it works that way and then we all happen to be brown so yeah. that's what you want to say in a nutshell then yeah that's yeah one of the main reasons sick um almas you and i laughed at the exact same point so <laughs> I, do, I, I think let's popcorn it over to you isn't it oh dangerous territory okay so i think that um do you know what arunia i think that this process is so fascinating to me because I think that you've got a view. We've all got separate views of each other, actually, yeah, that I yeah. think are so different to like, <laughs> that's like to what they actually, maybe how we see ourselves. Yeah. And it was like a few um, meetings ago, we were chatting and, I, and you were saying, I'm scared of you guys. And I'm like, fam, I'm scared of you. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, Everyone's just shook of each yeah, other. Yeah, everyone's just that's, shook of each other because we're, we're not all in a beast, room bruv. Exactly. That's why we're, that's really why we're in quarantine. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But, um, which leads me on to like my first point. One of my, the overarching um, point and the reason why I'm here is because for me I'm seeking and building forever building community right. and I think when it comes to the both of you um, actually you both have been there from the beginning of my creative journey um, my gateway into where we are right now in yeah. terms of the mm. scene was in div yeah we, and yeah. just to let you know we both myself and Aaron always want 15% <laughs> listen you're going to be billionaires um, <laughs> but yeah like so it, one was like building community and doing so in a way um where there's this other concept Ruben that you've touched on a lot in your work which is the idea of a success team right and mm. I know that Aaron you're part of success teams as well mm. I haven't ever had a success team before and this is like one way of accessing the similar kind of dynamic without calling it a success team mm. so in my head what that means or the way that i've understood a success team is a group of people that link up every so often share ideas share thoughts and 
what we're doing is like leveling up each time mm. with, with mm. whatever even if the conversation was just uh, to do with I don't know what you ate that day or what we're up to I think we're all quite curious in the betterment of each other mm. so I think that's building that community and um, connecting with like-minded people for me is the undercurrent of this whole thing which then bleeds out into genuinely being a bit more curious about people that have had similar experiences to myself and then us um so yeah so that's one thing I'm really curious to learn um lots of people also ask me questions about what it is to be South Asian queer woman that's also Muslim that's Indian Mm. that's grown up here grown up in Zambia all of that stuff and I feel like this is quite a cool place to naturally unpick that because I think my viewpoint is going to come across as that person. Mm. Um, so it feels nice to have a platform to just kind of chat about that kind of stuff uh, yeah. and just kind of chat in general because we like chatting. Um, and um, and it's quite therapeutic, to be mm. honest. So my reasons are quite personal. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you narcissist. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Obviously, you started with community, community, so that totally negates my like my par thrown at you there. <laughs> but um, you know what? Like just listening to both of you and understanding the communities that we're a part of, especially now as we've kind of grown as humans and as artists, I feel us and our collective tribes are the resistance. <laughs> That's what it's like. <laughs> we're honestly the resistance to so much systemic pressure and old ways of doing things and I I think that's a massive part that's just a massive driver for me my projects and my life in general but also this podcast so a couple of the reasons I mean echoing what both of you lot are saying man like our mass with with community um I've been parts of communities and then there's times where I've just kind of stepped away and I've gone into this kind of it's all about me phase, hit brick walls there and had to come full circle to realise, oh shit, really, what I do actually crave without knowing it is community. So community now is really, really live for me. Um, And what Aaron was saying as well, like on the professional front as an artist, just opening opening doors to, to new audiences, new connections, new ways of life, all of that. But I think with this part podcast, as in regards to what I see it or feel it to be, this is honestly, for me, about igniting flames, like just igniting things in the next generation or just in, in the current generation that might be dormant. Like that mm. idea of self-belief, that idea of agency, that idea that, okay, there is an old way of doing things, but you don't actually have to do yeah. that. Um and there's one thing that just really upsets me and it's a pain point for me actually which is another driver is that i just see so much dormant talent unsupported especially within the brown community and i've had these conversations with both of you like there's fucking amazing talent that don't believe they're talented or don't have voices saying why don't you just try that and go in that direction because of all these old ideals and that fucks me off and i just want to smash that to bits i i think we've kind of had that in a lot of the work that we've all done together for ages though right because i believe India was pretty much that. It was kind of igniting a flame of, I don't know, say it's around 10 years old now. So before, I guess there's there's a lot more diversity in fashion design and, and a lot of advertising industries. But back then there wasn't. So we had to just basically make that. And it was before all these terms, man, like community and all of that type of stuff that are like big hype words now. But I think we were doing it from a genuine, authentic perspective. Um mm. Like we just basically started off, right? Like just, okay, people of color, 
that haven't had an opportunity, let's create a platform, do it. So I think we've always done that. For, I yeah. think now it's just kind of refi- refining it a little bit more. But you know what? I'm going to put something out there that feels um, that I wanted to ask you guys as well. So there's definitely kind of like um, unselfish elements of why we're doing this. So community, um, yeah, building, I don't know, kind of like like you said, being a flame igniter. Being I, One thing that I was saying is being responsible for shaping the narrative of our own people in a positive way. Um, so kind of taking, having the ability to shape the narrative, right? So that's why mm. I've done a short film. I guess why Almas is a filmmaker and um, it's like, fuck the media being... I don't know, telling stories about our people in the way they want. Just take mm. ownership of it a little bit. But yeah. I also think there's this other element, and I don't know if it's a negative thing, but it's something that I've started to notice a lot more is I do think there is kind of um, a wave coming on where I guess the brown community is going to be a resource that's going to get tapped into and ideas and stories are going to be explored like... Um, it's new, happening. It, yeah, the new is it Mindy um, series on Netflix. Uh, have you seen that? Or, I haven't. Mm-hmm. Is it Mindy Kaling, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's got a new series, um, Netflix series, and it stars like a South Indian lead girl and stuff like that. So I think it's also from a perspective of us actually doing the graft and doing it from days, so kind of like turning up before something was popular. Um, yeah, and I think that's always been our case. We've, uh, you know, for doing it for about twelve to thirteen years. Um, for me, it's a pushback at seeing some people that kind of are flying the flag for the sake of jumping on the bandwagon. Uh, uh, that um, pisses and, me off so much. Yeah, but I, I just I, wanted to I've ask your opinion on it issue. because, um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's a pain point for me as well. Mm. But I also think it's valid. Um, I do think yeah. there's value in people seeing other people that have actually done the graft and the work and have whether you say there's a right to 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 kind of create a platform and, and and to talk about those things but at least there's a level of authenticity where you can look back and see their journey and go okay cool they yeah. have been they've genuinely been kind of flying that flag and talking about those issues um mm. I, th- I think that's a valid point and 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 that's one of the reasons as well it's like yeah we've been doing this but we might as well be putting it out there yeah um before we answer that can i just throw a question to both of you but we will come back to that aaron there's just the reason why i'm asking this question because i think like what is this podcast before what why we do like what is it what are we doing because i don't think go on namas i was gonna say we're recording our conversations that's it like the, these explorations, and for me, it feels like it might feel like it's oversimplifying it too much, but it feels like I'm on a journey of discovery with the both of you, mm-hmm. and we're recording that process. Mm. And th- what what we're doing right now is something that I haven't ever experienced or seen before. Not to say it doesn't exist, mm. but to get like three creatives that we're all from London. We're all from like South Asia in some way, shape or form. And we're also all like still working through the creative industry mm. and going on that journey and actually interrogating what what does it mean to be brown? What does it mean to be a creative? What does it mean to be doing something other than the status quo? Mm. That in itself seems like the conversation that we're having. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we're all coming from a curious standpoint, right? I think. Yeah. 
well, I'm I'm speaking speaking for myself on this side, but I'm really curious to, to one element is to both of you to to kind of to get your thoughts on whenever we have different topics, but also to bring in different people from different areas and mm. just be curious and ask them questions about how they got into their line of work or their career. Um, I think that's just going to be fascinating. So there's yeah. the one element of it being brown and, and kind of dissecting what that means, but um, also I think just showing brown people in different um, different walks of life yeah, is that... enough, is, is, is a powerful thing in, in itself, right? Just sh- showing, okay, cool, there's, a, there's another brown director or there's another animator or a theatre producer or something like that. Because um, I know that affected me when I was young. If I saw yeah. M. Night Shyamalan, it was like, oh, shit, okay. You know, it just makes those next steps a little bit easier and makes that mm. journey that's inevitably going to be difficult a little bit easier for um, yeah. the next generation, which is a legacy element. Yeah, I feel the the local role models is extremely important for me. Like what I know from our, our all three of us and our journey on the come up is that we didn't see many people of our colour doing much within the creative industries or in the public eye. I'm sure they were there, but they weren't that visible to us. And there's something about having, like, so there's role models, like big, massive role models, right? So there's definitely none of them. But even if we pull it back and we look closer for local role models, we couldn't see many local role models. And I think that's so fucking important, especially when you're young and entering, you're not too sure what you want to do. To see people quite close to home doing something in the early stages, to me, that's more inspirational than seeing Aziz Ansari do a world tour. Like, that's so far off. How do I get there? It's great that he's doing that. Well done. But I'm still in Leighton. Like, how yeah, do I even start stages, so to pull yeah. it back? Yeah, I think yeah. That's, that's, that's really important. And obviously, the curiosity never ends with, with me. And I'm sure with you lots So just learning more, widening my lens. Love that shit. Mm. Does that answer your question, Rube? Sorry. Um, yeah, 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 it does. Yeah. As you were, as you were. I was going to, yeah, just jump in with um, Aaron. You were saying that, um, uh, the, you, you, correct me in, in thinking that, uh, I'm trying to regurgitate what you were saying. Your question was about comparing what other, what the other kind of different variations of content will be out, or like thinking about the wave of brown content. Is that right? uh which part are you talking your about your question well before before we answered ruben's question just now yeah, yeah, yeah. you asked a question to Ruben oh. and I. would you mind just repeating yeah that no, well I, I don't think i even worded it properly but i think what i the idea i was trying to get at was say this idea of kind of like diverse groups right is is a bit of a trend mm. in advertising and and things like that um i've just seen certain individuals or groups jump onto that area right so like okay cool diversity or whatever um and be spokespeople or kind of (laughs) yeah spokespeople i guess for that without really having a massive track record in having a genuine authentic interest in Mm. seeing the culture move forward or doing anything at all yeah, I, I totally appreciate and understand that people can get inspired at different stages. So you're going to have to start somewhere. So I'm not discrediting those people. I'm just th- saying that it's important that other people that have had the track record also speak in that arena. So yeah. I'm not saying we need to exist without them. I think we both, you know, like 
say, and I'm putting us in the category of people having had a bit of a track record speaking about those same issues, right? Um, and trying to fly the flag and make it a level playing field. So if I'm saying we're in that arena, I'm saying it's important for people like us as well to show. Because I, I think it just, it's it's a bit more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It has more stature in saying that. It's, it's a bit more believable. It's like, okay, cool. They have been talking about this. So um, mm. yeah, that was, that, was, that was a big, not even a pain point, but I th- thought that was just really important. It's like, mm. fuck it. Um, yeah. Uh, uncomfortable question that I'm going to throw at you, Aaron. Do you mm. think any of that comes from ego? Because I'll answer the same question if you're willing to. Yeah, it does. You know, with this ego thing, I've been going through so many different ways of understanding it. Um, I've obviously been on a bit of a journey recently, which was like led to meditation and stuff, which is great. Um, but also seeing the flip side and understanding the value in learning how to frame anger in a positive way or frustration in a positive way as well yeah um and conflict or whatever that type of stuff is so yeah i guess can you go back to your question again sorry yeah no it was just like do you think some of that that driving point to get in and compete in the same arena or just speak yeah it does i don't don't necessarily think that's always a bad thing i think if you're aware that it's your ego and then kind of seeing where it gets to a destructive stage yeah then then you're in a good space but I know myself personally, I'm always kind of re-evaluating those things. Um, mm. And I don't think it's a, just a, it just ends. I think it's constantly like that, right? It's like always asking mm. yourself, why are you doing this? I think that's a, that's why we asked ourselves this question, which you're posing to us now, before we even started this, right? Like write down what we want to get out of this and actually mm. build, be honest. So the yeah. other things to kind of like lead on to that point was, yeah, it was to also build my personal audience in film and professional work world um have i've put down here have personal recognition on a global level i think that's also that's just an honest thing there's no point in me trying to talk and say i'm i'm just altruistic and just wanting to help my community i think if you can kind of tick both boxes then it's good yeah Um, that's just just my opinion but yeah yeah, yeah, i'm not gonna chime in there sorry almas i know you've been silent i'm gonna um but i'm just gonna chime in and throw over to almas yeah but um yeah, that's that's really life for me as well. And I've I've come to learn that I don't think ego is a bad thing. I think it's a thing, right? Mm. And just going back to what one of my favorite authors, Esther Perel, says, just around humans and relationships in general, is that we have so many paradoxes that aren't problems to be solved, but are just paradoxes to be managed. Like they're not going to mm. go away because they're yeah. part of the human condition. How can we manage that? Um, and for just me, getting at an optimum level is that what you mean? So like, there's a there's yeah. an optimum level of kind of keeping yeah. it in check it's just not completely not, erasing yeah and not shaming okay. yourself for it man like do you know what i mean like yeah we do want to help other people but we have to help ourselves as well and i'm not scared of shining and not scared of saying you know what i'm a g in this arena because i've put in the work <laughs> like that because british people don't tend to do that the americans all day long do you know what I mean? They'll piss on the street and say, look, I'm the, I'm the best pisser. Yeah. Like, what? I think, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think oh. balance is the word though, right? So as long as we're, we've got like a, a, a nice, decent balance of... Yeah. And not all Americans. Most, I'm just saying that's a general thing that has just popped up for me. I'm not trying to get DM'd left, right and centre. You You're know, definitely getting DM'd, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Almas, what are you saying? Uh, what are you telling me? Um, so giving me lots of things to think about. I've been writing in my notepad as we've been talking. 
Should we tell um, him? Well, you're cussing him about Evernote when you got a pen and paper there. I'm just out fam, here The digital thing, yeah. The digital thing, it really pisses me off. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm definitely an analog head. Like when it comes to like writing and like I've, I've created treatments for or pictures for people um, on in my scrapbook and then scan them in and then sent that over because I don't want to sit there making another deck. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so... Um, so yeah, like as I'm writing away, my notebooks are kind of where I mean, there's plus, pluses and minuses. I don't think it's like I feel like Evernote is a, a very efficient, but the minute <laughs> there's like a block, like the fact that I haven't got this email through this invitation for me to join, I'm like, okay, well, I can't be asked now. Really? Like, it's yeah. already yeah, too man. much work. Listen, that's not it's my business, too... Evernote. If you're listening, you need to sort that out, you know. It's Don't... too much. You probably spelled her name wrong. Like I wake up and it's like email and iMessage and WhatsApp and then text and then this and then I'm just like, nah, do you know what, yeah, guys? Yeah, I'm Meet out, me. Yeah. Here's my location. Meet <laughs> me there. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I'm out. I'm yeah. done. Um, so yeah, and then I have to go through the whole unsubscribing situation. There's bare uh, newsletters, and I'm like, that's guys, my favorite button. Oh, unsubscribe the thing, and they try. They're so sneaky. They yeah. have them in different fonts they have them in the same color as the background you're trying to find the unsubscribe link it's hiding from you you should make money on task remit unsubscriber He's oh, yeah. Just go around. <laughs> yeah just tie someone I'd, up I'd in the corner you. and just unsubscribe to everything i'll be doing I'd them a favor they think they need the me. stuff yeah i'll do it i must have already helped Marie you with the weed in my the inbox, i will marry Kondu your life digitally yeah <laughs> um but yeah no i um I agree. I know I hear you guys when you're talking about um, thinking about the community, thinking about other people and thinking about the there's this favorite quote that my friend Nikki's mum says. And it's when the tide comes in, every boat shall rise. And that's something there's something that like I stick with all the time, because any movement that I make, that's also Mm. my culture's Mm. movement. And yeah. so when I'm telling you that it's a deeply personal journey is because I'm recognizing that this is deeply personal because I am also the culture, mm. right? And the culture is me. And that doesn't mean that I'm speaking on behalf of people, but my voice yeah, contributes yeah. to the collective yeah. conversation. Yeah, so yeah. coming back to your question, Aaron, which was the different kinds of contributions to the wave or the movement of, yeah. um, let's say POC, like, the POC conversation, like many movements, has already been started by our black brothers and sisters, right? And this mm-hmm. is like now we're at this point where there's a there where South Asian voices are now coming through. And so we're mm-hmm. actually contributing to this wider culture that's inclusive mm-hmm. of of course it's specific right now. We're we're owning a space that is specific to our identities, but the bigger pool of conversation is looking at we're going to really enter discourse right over this time period it would Mm. be looking at the movement of the uprising of poc for example in media mainstream commercial and representation Mm. and so i think uh my um movements are personal and they're based on expression and exploration which is a very ground level um job that i'm taking on but Mm. i'm hoping that it's going to be like a drop in the ocean of this conversation so whether you're an instagram influencer or your reality tv show or you're a scientist or you're whatever you're all contributing or we are all contributing to this movement um which brings me on to my final point which where both of you spoke about um 
it might um, it might not be like word for word but the idea of being underrepresented underrepresented or being able to platform other uh, people that were underrepresented right brown people that aren't necessarily being have have the spotlight shone on them and i wanted to ask you both do you feel like you both are underrepresented brown people oh <laughs> aaron do you want to answer this no, I've it? Ruben answered a ticket, but why are you always passing the bus? I come a race today, man. Listen, oh my man, God. You can't be out here trying to trigger past trauma for me, my G. <laughs> um, am I underrepresented? Um, wait, are we talking about... Oh, shit, alarm. Sorry about that. Are we talking about Ruben Christian as a living being, or are we talking about Whatever my Whatever you people? means, you, you. Do you feel... <sighs> underrepresented mm. you Ruben, all right christian that's a good question I'll, I'll i'll i can only ever speak from my personal experience and i do feel as um a brown person living in london who's tried to get a break or tried to get bigger and better jobs as an entertainer entertainer being presenter slash comic um on tv and radio for the last nearly two decades it's been extremely, extremely hard. And there's been so many times where I'm like, is it just me and my lack of effort and talent? Or is there something systemic going on here that I'm not aware of? Or even if I was aware of it, I wouldn't be able to to um, override it. And I think it's a mixture of both, right? But what I can control is getting better and churning out work, which I've been trying to do for the longest. But I haven't got any bigger breaks and 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 i can't help but to think without sounding big-headed and thinking i'm just amazing at what i do but i just i can't help but to think there's some systemic madness going on there so yeah i feel as a talent individual talent i have been underrepresented don't know if that's a word or just been given less chance or people just haven't even given me much time to develop talent or ideas or anything rubes I'm yeah, gonna go jump on. in. I don't go know through. if you've if you've read the question wrong. Oh, sorry. Because wouldn't I could be wrong? Wouldn't aren't you asking, do you feel your character or type of person or your experience is not represented in media rather than you oh, me no, my question. No, my question no, was pers- my my question was, do you feel like you are unrepresented? You Aaron Christian, you Ruben Christian. I, I still I don't understand it. Well, so hard, have I'll... you received the reason? Okay, so the reason why this question came about was because listening to you both speak, mm. it you both touched on the notion of brown people. Like one of the values or one of the reasons why we were doing what is this behavior is to be able to platform those that aren't seen. So yeah, my question yeah, yeah, was yeah. simply like, do you feel like you are someone that is not seen? Oh, well, it depends on what on what level. Right. So I think locally. So I think within London creative scenes, there's a couple of people, especially POC peeps that know me and know that I've been on the grind. The wider Mm -hmm. audience, I think, which is the majority of the UK, I don't think they have a damn clue. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to answer your question as best as I can. So I think of course. if you're if you're talking about Man it frames terms, the answer, you know. If you're talking about it in terms of do you feel Aaron Christian as an individual has been seen? Yes, I feel my work, the opportunities that I've 
had seeked out, been given, had been in the right place at the right time. I have, definitely. I definitely feel that's one of the reasons why I always try to share that same, those same opportunities that I was lucky enough to have. If, to answer the question, if I feel my, I feel underrepresented in terms of my type of experience isn't portrayed or my background and my experience isn't portrayed in the media. So I would say, for example, easy way of explaining that is when I was casting for the internship, literally trying to cast a young, dark brown cast. So like the mum, the dad, the lead um, was difficult. It was that I think it was underrepresented in terms of the type, the amount of people like us that are in the UK and then trying to whittle it down to actual actors. Definitely like it was fucking difficult, right? That's a cultural thing. Yeah. So in that, so trying to tell that story, it was, it was difficult just because there wasn't enough faces for me to choose from in the pot. So I'm trying to, hopefully change that pot so there's more people in there for people like us as film or just talking from my background as a filmmaker that we have more options to say okay cool these are the stories that we want to tell now Mm. you know there's more people kind of putting themselves out there as actors or performers and stuff Mm. um and then hopefully those stories can be told um so yeah in that aspect so personally i feel yeah i've definitely been lucky and my my voice has been heard but my experience in terms of represented more people that have a similar experience no mm. um i'm just mindful of time guys because we're like on 30 minutes yeah. um and I'm, I'm sure we're interested in human beings but we all know people got lives in it so i'm just <laughs> um yeah. so i just another random question to you both do you feel like a brown person like yeah, I was unpacking. I was unpacking this before we came on. Like, what the on fuck air. Is for me? Um, yeah, and this on. is. I think. I think this is actually for. This was one of my ideas for another um, episode. But yeah, um, which it could be. So maybe yeah, maybe I think we all, we're it, all going to have very different, very personal experiences. Yeah, um, and that's that's. I think it's going to be so fascinating and interesting. Um, mm. I was listening to Riz Ahmed and Jesse Wears. He was a guest on Jesse Wears podcast. And he's talking about his background, um, going to private school and then having to code switch and change his mask from rolling with like basically Rated. Asian badmans back in the day and then going to private school and then, then putting on his like his religious Muslim mask and then putting on like his music mask and then putting on his his, his actor's mask and stuff like that. So Jeez. Um, we can, I, no, I think us, we, we all, can do yeah, a seminar on code switching, yeah. you know. What was your question? I always forget everything. Yeah, no, don't answer the question. Don't answer the question. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. irrelevant because you're right. I think it is another episode, maybe with a guest, maybe with us. But um, yeah. But I do think it's a good. Um, it's a good. The fact that we've got we've got to figure it out is like another reason why we're here. Yeah, and like, why this this should exist. Yeah, right? like well, you've always been. I've always been in my skin. So I've never, I never really knew anything else other than having mm. brown skin. But mm. I do know that I didn't necessarily feel seen as like an Indian woman yeah. until very recently. Oh. Until also I was like, go on, go stop on. It, stop it, stop it, it's too good, it's too good. You're already getting into the thing and you're opening yeah. my mind for I'm loads of questions. I'm revisiting the thing, bruv. Yeah, oh, I, I think that's what... Okay, that's fine, what all right, fine, fine, fine. 
I think that's one of the reasons why I'm really excited about doing this because it's kind of also redefining what that means, right? So like mm. maybe in the past, the media has always shown specific stereotypes and I guess to every kind of specific... Not maybe, culture, most definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But every cultural background has so many nuances um, and those yeah. those things can be celebrated in so many different ways. So I think that's dope. But it's getting those nuances out to the wider public and saying, look, you know, these are different even stories or things that we should explore. So I think that's going to be dope. Hearing yours, Amas, hopefully on the next one is going to be interesting. And then even Ruben. So me and Ruben grew up in the same area, mm. same parents, mm. pretty much same interests. And I'm sure yeah. we're going to have very different experiences yeah. of what it was like to be brown. And then, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's going to be dope, man. I think this yeah. is why it's necessary. Yeah, sick. All right. I'm, I'm just going to, just to kind of start closing the conversation um question to all of us if you could in a really succinct sentence or kind of messy paragraph thing explain what you think the 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 the, uh, the about paragraph of this podcast would be because we're still working on that right so even this answering this question is a work in progress like what would that be like what is this behavior is a podcast that or is go on i'll throw it at our mass first oh my god um what is this behavior is a podcast that um explores our existence and we happen to be brown oh spiritual realm and that <laughs> spiritual realm and that uh, how say my uh, i'm just opening up that uh, he's opening up his Evernote page yeah. oh is it another note? <laughs> Concept to according, create a podcast that explains concept is already down. <laughs> to, create, to create a podcast that explores what it's like to be a brown person pursuing a non-stereotypical career in the modern day. Subcategory focus. <laughs> the, the, so funny. Well, you know what? Yeah, I would love to also talk to like an actual Indian accountant. Like, what have they got to say? I bring my dad on. Yeah, that's it. Like all the uncles, all the aunties, Aaron, we can bring on doctors. Dad. <laughs> we so, know real Indian people. Final <laughs> that's boss. the thing. The final boss, you know. Um, all right, let me answer it. So, so, so I think what is this behavior podcasts are conversations between free evolving London based brown artists um, in conversation with other brown people that are doing non-stereotypically traditional brown things with their life i mean all of <laughs> that, that all of that together we could probably work out the thing I'm, I'm laughing because mine is like so floaty and like oh just figuring yeah. out my existence yeah, <laughs> fully existential but you yeah. know what like, I, I i i feel the same thing because i mean this will be answered in the other podcast but i'm just i'm just a limitless spirit trapped <laughs> in a body that happens to reflect a colour brown when light hits on it. That's it. That's what we all are, right? But let's not get into that now, man. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been it's been good chat with you guys. Have you got any last words before we before we sign out? Aaron oh, does. I of know course he does. He does. <laughs> Go on, Aaron. No, I haven't finished my Evernote doc or finishing <laughs> word yet. <though. laughs> <laughs> 
haven't listed haven't listed more than five signups. So. Yo, you <laughs> Get off my life. My life. <laughs> <laughs> no man, I think it's been dope. No, it's been good. Um yeah, I'm just looking forward to continuing this, man. I think it's gonna yeah. be really, yeah. really interesting. And also just learning more about um well maybe not Ruben, because I think I know a lot about Ruben, but just knowing more about Almas's psyche. Oh, um, oh my and then I'm interested in it, to get in it. Good luck, boy. <laughs> guests in as well, man. Good luck, boy. You know Almas's you know, um... therapist ended it, innit? <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> She said, "She's oh no, do you know what? I can't even say nothing because I really love her. So no, I'm not gonna, not yeah. gonna never even a banter way. I'm gonna be like, Jasmine, I love you. No, my final thing would be to say that um, where the reason why I asked you if you guys felt underrepresented was bec- not not to catch you out or anything, but to show that we can be proactive. Like that at the end of the day, I haven't seen another podcast like this or heard about it, and so." my reaction is like cool let's just make one yeah that's and all, so that's there's what not we've done it all our life all three of us right and so with that the glass ceiling is a glass ceiling do you know what i mean like it's the 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 boundaries that you sort of have in your mind are the first ones that you have in your mind and then of course you have the real structures around you that do make it harder mm. but it feels quite nice to say we're well, at this point well we've got enough knowledge we've got we know how to create something um, from beginning to end at a level that is you know more than acceptable mm. and that 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 in itself is powerful so we have we have got the tools and we're using them and that feels really cool mm. okay fair play well i think I'll, I'll sign out with um depending on whenever people are listening to this it was recorded when we were in the coronavirus pandemic i haven't i i, I can't cook still um, and I wanted to know, Almas, because you're a good cook and I got the Vespa, if I can come round sometime and just pick up some free food or something. Jeez, what, what are you giving me in return? Uh, what do you need? We've got to start bartering the ting now. That's it. <laughs> Mine's on I'm go- I- I'll make food for you, but I, I need tobacco. help on things. Tobacco? No, come and Mar- no, no, you got to Marie Kondo the ting. That's what it is. You Marie Kondo my stuff, I'll yeah, make food for you. Food. Sick. All you right, scratch so- my back, I'll scratch yours. Aaron? Um- we come in the mix. Yeah, I'm sure you got skills that I'm sure you got skills that we can utilize. Yeah. Pandemic's real, you know. Like we're gonna have to barter. I'm on it. I'm on it. There we go. That's it. Gang, All right. gang. All right, gang. I'm out. Much love. Stay All safe. Right. Peace. Speak right. to you Peace. soon. Later. What is this behavior? Thank you very much for listening, people. If you want to stay up to date with our podcast, please find us on Instagram. The handle is at what is this behavior podcast. Again, on Instagram, it's at what is this behavior podcast. We'll be updating our movements from there until further notice. Thank you. Peace. What is this behavior? Do you want it? You're dying for it.